And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. DirecTV gives you access to apps like Netflix and live sports right next to each other. I don't get it. Let me put it in pigeon terms. It's like that one amazing dumpster with the old fruit and cardboard all in one place. How am I supposed to keep up with illustrative metaphors when you are making me so hungry? Get live TV and streaming apps together without a satellite. Visit directtv.com. Requires high-speed internet-connected Gemini device and separate paid subscription to watch Netflix on DirecTV. Terms and restrictions apply. and dip it into the sexy St. Jeff Probst candle. No buffs is back. I'm Jay Skeets, along with my fellow tribe members, two guys who do a great monkey run. We got the bearded one, Trey Kirby. Hey-o. Hey-o. And No Dunk super producer, Survivor fan, JD. Hello. There he is, and here we are. Just twisting the Probst candle a little <laughs> Just bit. twisting the Jeff. <laughs> nice. Uh, yeah, a- it was a little off kilter, you know? <laughs> it was chilling a little bit. We're here to recap episode 10 of uh, Survivor 42. This one titled, Tell a Good Lie, Not a Stupid Lie. Did anybody correctly call who said it last week? It was Omer. I thought end. it was going to be Mike. Yeah, you did? Yeah. I think somebody had a vote for high... Yeah, I cannot. I have no recollection of who I picked. I know. I know. <laughs> Isn't it terrible? That yeah. really is. Uh, shout out to the live tribe, though, joining us right now on YouTube. Uh, if you haven't, hit that like button. Subscribe to No Buffs on YouTube here. And if you're a podcast listener, well, leave us a five-star rating and a review. Help people find the show. Really appreciate that. So I think with this one, we'll do tree mail later on. You guys send in another great batch of questions. But I think we'll tackle it sort of like scene by scene. Because it makes sense in my mind, because we start with High coming back from Tribal Council. This is night 17, and he's telling us, extremely happy. Got Rocks Roy out. Got him. Main target. He's out of here. There's, there's a crazy thunderstorm going on, by the way, and that uh, plays a part in this episode quite a bit. Mike, though, he's he's pissed. He's upset. I broke my word. Oh, my God. Oh, Mikey, this, Mike. I, I legit think it, like, keeps him up at night. I told Rocks I wouldn't vote for him. I was with him. And, you know, he, he, I convinced him. So we then get Omer. He's telling us, oh, all right. Uh, I see what's going on here. I might be able to use this to my advantage here. Um, you know, there's an opening in the high mic relationship that he sees. He actually says, Mikey no likey. <laughs> Wait, wait, what? Omer Who says said that? Mikey no likey. Mikey no likey because he's talking about Mike not liking high, like pushing him to do it. I swear to God, I just okay. watched it. Okay, that's funny. Incredible That's line. a good line. Uh, and then we get the second tribe coming back because remember this was a two-part tribal uh, last week and you can go back and listen to our No Buffs episode. This one now, Tori's not there. So Rocks Roy and Tori are not there, of course. And we just get a quick confessional, Drea, uh, uh, JD, from Drea about... Really, I mean, we thought there might be like a five-minute segment on them talking about what had happened at yeah. Tribal Council, how emotional it was, and what went down with Dre and Marianne playing their uh, idols and stuff like that. But like, really, it wasn't addressed at all. No. She just sort of tells us, well, that was a little wild, but I still got my knowledge as power, still got my extra vote. Yeah. But I guess I was a little surprised. I was a little surprised, too. I yeah. mean, uh, I can understand how exhausted she and they must have felt. Uh, sure. You know, you see her basically just put her a hoodie up and it's then just pouring rain just, too. yeah exactly like also it's you know 
potentially hours later, right? By the time they get back mm-hmm. and it's just like, oh, let's just go to bed. So and you then, think they maybe talk about it the next day and we just uh, weren't shown it? I, it right? must have been I think discussed. that's what High said in his exit interview oh, okay, as well. Okay. It was kind of like stressful night for the second tribe that went to tribal council. Didn't want to talk about it. We'll reconvene in the morning. But apparently it just wasn't quite as interesting as we were anticipating. But mm-hmm. like you're saying, Skeets, it makes sense to go through this scene by scene because we do get that first little... You know, like the first act kind of of Omar poisoning the well, basically, totally. against High totally. and kind of realizing, oh, there might be a little crack for me here uh, with Mike. And the way he seized upon that and the way it kind of just burbled up every now and then throughout the episode was really cool. Yeah. And then we say bye to High. Spoiler alert, because he will go home at the end of this episode. Um, sorry, J.D., were you like sort of, are you shocked by the editor's decision to maybe not include a little bit more about what had gone down? Uh, a little, to be honest. Yeah. Um, I was ready for something to be said, or at least be, yeah. because the, the the tribes, half the tribe didn't see what happened That's what afterwards. I mean. yeah. yeah. So uh, I don't know. Maybe, uh, maybe the producers are just like, let's just move on. I don't know. I don't know what happened. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But um, yeah, whatever. I mean, she did in her confessional the next day, it looked like she was just like, uh, I can't remember exactly what she said, but it was like, I'm going to, after last night, I'm just not going to play as emotionally or, yeah, I, I, I didn't quite know what she meant by that, but I think she was just, uh, I'm getting cut more cutthroat is what totally. I took from yeah. it, but uh, yeah, I don't know. She's but, a, yeah, I am I am only worrying about me yeah. from, from here on out yeah. and like these friendships that have been made and bonds, <laughs> I do not care because right. she even like then later on in the episode brings up her husband i think she says mm-hmm. like he, you know he's sitting there watching this going blah 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 she out. is now getting in like focused they're so close to the end it's gonna be all about drea and she's still got some tools to play with and uh she had a quiet episode overall though yeah, otherwise did. we really didn't hear from her uh, okay well let's move to day 18 then the morning we do have Lindsay explaining to omer jonathan's dumbass move that he had concocted <laughs> of targeting drea using marianne as the backup and you know, they just like basically have a little powwow about like, you believe this guy, <laughs> this guy, like he doesn't even get this game. Like there's just like, and you know, even Lindsay tells us the viewer, like she's concerned about his Jonathan's lack of strategy. Can't rely on him. And the potential blowback that, yeah. that she could take because they're, if they're so linked or seen as such a duo that they're like, well, he's a dummy. She must be a dummy for working. <laughs> and she like recognizes that. Um, and then goes on a search. But what do you think about that little scene first? Yeah, it was, uh, I mean, I guess I was a little surprised to see Lindsay turning on Jonathan, um, just because, you know, it seems like he's the meat shield for kind of everybody out there. They've been together uh, for quite some time, but it also makes a little bit of sense. She's going to have to make a move at some point to be dissociated from Jonathan uh, and honestly from Omer as well. Uh, So she's kind of right. She doesn't want to get caught up in his strategy and kind of seen as, uh, you know, riding on his coattails. So... She seems to have a pretty smart view of the way things go. And I think she had a really awesome episode uh, in general. Um, But also kind of funny to be like, I don't want people thinking I'm dumb because he's dumb. (laughs) I knew there was more than 11 triangles. Uh, I got newsflash for you, Lindsay. You're the real meat shield. She's beast. Yeah. She's incredible. Yeah, she's good. And obviously we'll go on to... uh, to win the the idol here later on. But she goes looking for the idol, JD. Mm-hmm. We did wonder. All right, Marianne and Drea played them. Uh, so they're out there. Yeah. And again, this is the one part, like, I would love to know. Does the other part of the island, the first tribe, all the guys, do they know idols were played? 
You got to imagine they might, they, they've been told it had to have come up. But I guess it's there. It's they're relying on the others to tell them what happened. That's what right? I mean. So, and yeah. Lindsay, we know, goes out looking for one. Literally touches it. Yeah. Oof. Wow. Touches it in the tree, and we get that little. Sp- I love when we get the spotlight. Oh, the editors yeah, give us the like, check spotlight. that out. Uh, and then, of course, Marianne does as well, and she uh, ultimately finds it. Right. Uh, and both of those women, Marianne played one, of course, so she knows. But uh, Lindsay was there. So I'm just curious about that part. Yeah. We just don't know unless maybe Haya said in one of these exit interviews. But yeah, I, uh, I was no. uh, when Lindsay reaches for it, it's hard to see. Right? Yeah. Oh, I mean, sure. it's hard to see. But then when I saw, saw Marianne go for it, it seemed a little like I feel Couldn't like they the were angle like, you're coming at the tree. Maybe though? it could be. I mean, they they both seem like they're around the same height. Yeah. yeah. I feel like they not for Marianne, but just like, oh, somebody just totally missed that. We really want somebody to find it. So when Lindsay missed missed it, eh, just pull it out. Just uh, I'll go slightly. one step further. further. When okay. Lindsay touched it, and it's high in the tree, or at least high for them, I thought, oh, they want Jonathan to find this. Mm. <laughs> that seems like a disadvantage to shorter people. Yeah. To put it high, not around not high, 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 but to... <laughs> Put it uh, up in the uh, tree. Isn't that an advantage to a taller man? Trey Kirby would have an advantage over you and me, JD, if that thing is is placed wow. up, up in the tree. Do you That's think just they're manipulating this game? <laughs> yes. Is it possible? Yes, I do. Uh, but Marianne finds it, and she might be the shortest person out there. So Yeah. Good for her. That's a good point. But I'm going to pay attention to the heights next week. Hey, right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, anyway, Marianne tells us, and we'll see if she can uh, follow through on it. Keeping this one a secret. Yeah. That would be that would be a wise move from Marianne. Especially, and again, we think everybody on the island knows that her and Drea probably played their idols. Mm-hmm. I, I just, I'd be shocked if they don't. Um, that would be pretty wild if she's going to like, everyone's gonna like, we know she doesn't have one. Yeah. She played it. Yeah, if she actually keeps it a secret, <laughs> that'll be, be that'll be great, especially considering she's been pretty forthcoming with information throughout this whole time. Uh, we even see... Lindsay in this episode like finally spills the beans on having one of the amulets so people are talking about yeah. their advantages and their idols obviously so if one person actually keeps like one tiny bit of information yeah. uh, held back that could be a major turning point yeah that'd be awesome it would be uh, enormous growth for her as well because it feels like she's got a little bit of diarrhea of the mouth mm-hmm. but I think she's learning as we go here. Yeah, Maybe yeah. keep it a secret. And she says she's going to keep it a secret. And uh, I honestly hope she does. Yeah, I think she's going to. My gut says she's going to keep this one a secret and hopefully play it at the right time. Yeah. When maybe she's or she's going home and just don't tell Drea because she can take, take that it from, from her. her. That's a good point. Well, yeah, that's for sure. Uh, let's go to the reward challenge. Weather is still brutal, by the way. This is mean, yeah. the worst weather of the season so far, right? It, it appears to be. <laughs> Rainy. It looked yeah. pretty bad. That night looked rough. Mm-hmm. Man. I mean, you're getting, like, you got slick back Jeff Probst you're talking to for hours, <laughs> and then you're going back to a crap shelter where it's just oh, like, yeah. you're freezing cold. It seems to be the, the, the chill. You know, it's one thing to be wet, to be wet and cold. There is a breeze as well, obviously, or heavy winds, as we saw. They must have, like, changed this challenge quite a bit because, I mean, the waves look crazy when you Mm -hmm. can see them farther away. Yeah. Also, they started them, I thought, in a hilarious place, just, like, 
two feet in the water. <laughs> They're swimming and like the water's gotta be 18 inches deep or something like that. But like Marianne's standing there before they even started the challenge and like her whole body oh, I know. is convulsing with shivers. Uh, yeah, that always looks like the worst part. Like having to deal with the cold and the wetness all at the same time. Yeah. 100% I'm convinced that'd be the worst part about playing Survivor. I, I, I truly yeah. believe I could deal better with the lack of food than rain, cold rain. Where you then probably can't sleep at night. Yeah, you're, you're a hashtag skinny guy yeah. alliance, though. I, I'd be fine with it. <laughs> You'd be fine I with it? I wouldn't be fine with it, but I would... I think bugs would be... Like, being eaten by mosquitoes yeah. would be worse for me. I'd be just bring the rain. I can do that. I can... I'm a water guy, though. You are a water guy, yeah. but you can get watered out. You, you yeah, know. no, 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 for sure. <laughs> I'm, I'm not taking anything away from their suffering. In fact, I'll go further and say... Mr. Jeff, we know they have <laughs> hoodies and coats and blazers out there. Why why don't they let them wear them walking into that challenge? Like, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah, we got a lot of close-ups of Lindsay, Romeo, Marianne. Yeah. You said Drea shaking, freezing. Yeah. Like, just start the damn challenge already. You said, because I was like, man, that was pretty evil of them to put them in the water to start this challenge. Like, yeah. It's pouring rain. Yeah. But you countered. That may have been the warmest they had been the oh, entire time. Hundred uh, percent. Have you water? ever been at the cottage and it's like uh, it's chilly and it's raining and you get in the water and it's like this is ah, gorgeous. Dude, this yeah, because at least the wind isn't batting yeah. me around and stuff. But uh, yeah, that I mean, I've mentioned that this before on the show. Like, uh, suffering is entertainment only up to a point for me. You know, like right. and. The whole reason that they are not wearing their clothes going into this challenge, okay, it's a water challenge, sure, but also it's so that we, the audience, can see poor Marianne shivering yeah, and yeah. like all, suffering from hypothermia. Not really, but yeah, that that's bad. what it's for. Like, that's just to make it really hit home to us at home that this is grueling stuff, and uh, and I'm and it's right on the edge for me. It's right on okay. the like where I'm just like, okay, it's too much. It's too much. Like, give them a little bit of rice and let them wear their no. little, little cardigan out. Xander <laughs> <Yeah, laughs> did have a heavy wool he cardigan did. last year. He did. Well, hold on. They Wasn't Jonathan wearing like a brand new Henley or something in this <laughs> yeah. episode? Like, yeah. Where did Jonathan that shirt put in an order with Macwell? <laughs> 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 he shipped it out to Fiji. He got the no dunks uh, <laughs> promo code. Well, well, probes, uh, probes talking about being like a true sicko. He says, "Don't worry, this challenge is going to be fun." <laughs> like, and they're like, "Could you just get on with it, yeah. Jeff, please?" Like it was like the. They're the emotion, like the everybody's body language is like, please kill me. But, but then he's like, hey, where are we having fun? And he's they're just like, yeah, Jeff, we're having, yeah. A, we're having a great time. They're all trying to put on a brave face, and it's just like Mike. Mike did a pretty good job yeah. of like trying to be like, yeah, it's Survivor. Yeah, know? exactly. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, this was an obstacle course. You you were saying Trey, you thought this was like one of well, at least for this season, maybe one of the easier so uh, easy uh, uh, challenges i guess i mean it was pretty simple it was run out of the water do a little over under obstacle course undo some knots probably would have been the most difficult part yeah. your hands are like numb undo the knots to get your little i don't know your little sack <laughs> oh uh, no the stand, uh, the, stand. Yeah. and mm -hmm. what did they do with that 
threw it. Like they put the, the stand into the oh, pedestal yeah. and then and then they, had to, they had to throw one one bean bag on. Yeah, there. one sandbag. Uh that was pretty simple. Yeah, that was an easy one. That was a that was a bone throw of a challenge there <laughs> from Jeff Probst, I thought. Like after they had the brutal challenge that nobody could complete right. earlier in the season, they had a rough night at Tribal Console. They had a rough night of sleep from what it could from what it looked like. And yep. it just looked like not fun conditions at yeah. the very least. So for for a reward challenge, I'm fine with it. Like, give him an easy one. Maybe make him make three throws yeah. onto the pedestal yeah. or something like that. But pretty easy. I will say I love the line from Jeff Probst. We're loving Survivor <laughs> We're loving it. <laughs> we are. Like, okay, Jeff, we, we are. If you we, say so. I'm in. Uh, I, I think that this is a, a symptom of the 26 days. I think this is the problem with they don't have enough content. Like, this would not have been in previous seasons of Survivor. What? Like, What are you talking about? I don't a reward think, challenge? A reward a, challenge. They, like they, a staple. Now we actually go with episodes without a reward challenge. That's what I'm saying. Like, we don't, we, and we, I think that there have been reward challenges that we've never aired, right? Like, Yeah, that's happened. I mean, yes, there were loved ones involved with this, as it turned, well, yeah, 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 as it turns it. out. But uh, it's, uh, I just felt like they were really, Doing a, a tap dancing a little for this for this episode, okay. especially after how meaty the last one was, it's like an obvious vote. It's an obvious like th- there's just not a, as many hours to to tell a story from. Mm-hmm. Uh, Christine Hubecki, uh, Hubecki, yes, yep. uh, he was on uh, Tyson's podcast uh, and he was talking about how uh, you know he was famous for his five hour six hour. Uh, challenge and how that challenge, how he misses those kinds of challenges. And I do too, because, and he summed it up great. Like they had literally hundreds of hours of footage (laughs) to edit the, all the drama that happens and not much happened with his, but there was this great moment of him just talking to Jeff's ear off and stuff like that. But you get you get side deals when just when they're just sitting there and and just the endurance of it and that particular challenge he was saying knocked bumped uh, tribal council to the next day uh, right yeah and well, just this, and this is a big reason why they don't want to do 100 percent, 100 percent uh and he also said it added a week literally a week to editing because there was so much footage because wow. there's whatever 18 19 cameras times five that's about a hundred hours of footage that they have to go through, right? Well, you put it that way. But it makes for a more compelling show. And fine, you want to shorten down those challenges, that's fine. But the twenty-six days also shortens it down because we're still stretching that that point. footage out to the same amount of episodes, 13, 14 yeah. episodes. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I am pro endurance challenges. I think yeah. I don't think you don't you do them every week, of course, but I love one or two within a season. Um but yeah, the, yeah. The twenty six days angle, I always forget about that. I yeah. have to catch myself. It's like, oh yeah, they're not do, they're not out there for thirty nine days. Like they're only out there now for what, like a week to go, less yeah. than a week. Yeah, they're at, we're at day nineteen, mm-hmm. uh, sort of here. But anyway, they're playing for hot pizza and cold beer. Boo. And yeah, you've already made it very clear that you, you don't love that. Sorry, that pizza looked awful. <laughs> it did not look great. The whole lot was there pineapple. Not on a it? lot of leoparding on the on the crusts. <laughs> Yeah, that's like, like a floppy. Hey, crust. the guy Mike says he grew up on pizza. He's a Jersey guy. Yeah, he, he he's, has his pizza. Yeah, okay. And they're, <laughs> and they're so like, grew up on pizza. It's only a that. New Jersey thing, actually. <laughs> that's right. They, they have the uh, the monopoly on pizzas, but uh, yeah, I love that. I love that he asked there was if there was pineapple. pineapple. It's like 
why not just drape yourself in a Canadian flag? You <laughs> yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. It's a great point. Um, and in addition to that, though, is the night stay at the sanctuary. Oh, the sanctuary. <laughs> Have we ever called it the sanctuary before? I don't think so. Yeah. What is the sanctuary? I've never heard. Like, <laughs> is this a cool place that we've been before? I don't know. I, a cool little hut. Yeah, no, it was cool. Very cool. Yeah. Uh, when the monster's hungry, you want to be in the sanctuary. <laughs> it's the only safe spot. Good point. Good point. Uh, so who ends up winning this? Well, Lindsay does. It gets down. Well, sorry. To to get It's quick. This one's quick. Like Trey said, it's pretty simple. Jonathan High and Lindsay get there first. They get to the sandbag toss, so they're going to have really the most chances at throwing it. And uh, Lindsay, she sticks it. I saw Jonathan. I thought he was trying to like hack the the game a little bit. He was like, he was like roughing up his beanbag. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think you want to soften because, up that bag. Yeah, yeah, soften up the bag. Let it let it you know be able sure. to stick a little bit more. Uh, but he, he couldn't pull it off. And Lindsay's great at this stuff, so she wins. Of course, Probes tells her, "Hey, pick one person. Who are you going with?" She goes with Omer. Yeah, and uh, sound reasoning. You know, she went with the whole very diplomatic. Like uh, he hasn't had a chance to like. Uh, do one of these rewards mm-hmm. yet or I mean that was her reasoning right that's yeah. what she yep. said yeah so she goes with uh, him and then she asked Jeff I think he was gonna let her or he was gonna tell her anyway the whole other pick another person he agrees and then he goes with Mike or she goes with Mike excuse me so uh, it is Lindsay Mike and Omer while everybody else is uh, freezing back they're going later that night yeah yeah not much to add, probably, to that. Uh, not that much part. to add, except for I listened to a little of uh, Rob Has a Podcast today. It was a uh, Fishback and Aaron Lobdell. I think she's now married to, like, Chase Utley or something like A former Phillies baseball oh. player. Nonetheless, Rob's out doing something. Whatever. They're okay. talking about it. They're saying how this is probably the smart way to choose who's coming with you on rewards is keeping track of rewards. Yeah. And then just being like... It's not putting a target on your back, really, right? If everybody, if there's 10 people there and they're like, okay, we know Omar and Mike haven't eaten on a reward yet, or I think she said that Mike had only had peanut butter and jelly or something like that. That's a smart way to do it because everybody's hungry. So if you're like, okay, it's fair that these people who haven't eaten yet get a chance to eat, can't get too upset about that as long as it's not like a pure strategy decision. What do you think Probst would do if Lindsay says, Jeff, what if... uh, if if I if I don't go, can everybody else go? Ooh, interesting. It, with this one specifically, I think that yeah. might be a problem because it also it, you know we'll get to it's it's the loved ones right. uh, videos. Yeah, I mean they are they have the loved ones stuff for everybody. That's yeah. not a problem. But I wonder. I think he would be in. He I loves he to negotiate. Too. He yeah. loves uh, he loves somebody coming up with their own plan for the <laughs> yeah. way something should play out. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. Do you think that she... I'm not saying you should do it anyway, because people don't really care about favors in Survivor that no. way. It's like, it's like, you and then dummy. you're sitting by yourself yeah. <laughs> at camp. Yeah. But uh, I was just wondering, like, normally my my strategy would be not to win a reward challenge, because I wouldn't want to pick you. I wouldn't want to be put in that position. Okay. But I think... Do you think that she had already picked out who she wanted to bring with her? Okay. In advance of in advance, the like like she had a confident, she knew that who she wanted to take, and that's why she she you know she went out and won it. Yeah, I mean aside from the pizza and the beer and the warm blankets, uh, after a night of rain, after yeah, yeah, but I just me I would be like very reluctant to win a reward challenge, mm. and I just wonder how they would feel out there, unless. She did what she said she what what she claims, which is these are the two people that I want to have. Omar hasn't had a reward. Mike 
Man, he loves pizza. He's from New Jersey. Whatever. Like, I'm taking those well, two. Well, yeah, but let's be honest here. It worked perfectly for her because those two people she wants to work with. Yes. But also has the built-in, like, excuse of taking them because, that's well, what they I'm have not. I mean, it's, it's that's like, what I'm saying. So like, good. It's a premeditated thing. It's right. like. If I had that strategy, I'd be like, okay, I'm I'm trying as hard as I can to win. Otherwise, I'm just whatever. Yeah, I'm not winning. Yeah. Well, I mean, I've heard other Survivor players for sure say. I think Tyson maybe is. Yeah, he says don't that win all the reward time. ever. Yeah, <laughs> like just like you know, don't <laughs> because you are put into a position where you're going to upset people. Yeah, because you have to ultimately pick people. He he says like. <laughs> uh, Next time that he plays or whatever, <laughs> he wants to like be like, you know what? I'm good. I'm going to go on myself. I'm just going myself just on this. I need some alone time. Oh, that would be. Can you imagine? Oh, so good. That'd be so Oh, good. my God. So, yeah, Probe says, all right, Tyson, you get to uh, pick whoever you want. Nah. Nah. Would you like to join me, Jeff? Otherwise, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, he would do it the next time. Oh, I hope he's out there. Um, okay, so back at camp, everybody's still freezing. They're talking about that. High is staying optimistic. Um, about you know where he is in this game, and then we get the kiss of death. Though I gotta be honest, when we saw out of sort of what felt like nowhere, the high backstory, uh, which is a, a really cool story, obviously coming to the U.S. at a very young age and talking about his family. He's like because everybody else like complaining and moaning and like oh this, and he's sort of like you know we're getting the shots of him like this isn't that big a deal. Come on, we're here one more week. <laughs> yeah, we're playing for a million dollars. Yeah, okay, we're a little cold and wet. Sucks. Yeah, but uh, compare it to what other people go through in life, not a big deal. But then when we got that backstory, I was like, oh, uh oh, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I don't know about this. I might not be here long. Uh, like I'm saying, I think this should be a thing on Survivor Wiki. Like, have they shown the backstory yet? Because anytime you see it, it at least puts the thought in your mind. Sure. Uh-oh, this could be the episode. <laughs> yeah. You know, they're, they're getting the backstory in now because they're not going to have a chance uh, coming in the future. And, and as it turned out to be, that was the case. Have we gotten everybody's backstory? Have we got a Lindsay backstory? Oh, good like, question. I know, I know in... Last night's episode, we sort of do because we get photos and we get graduation, but that's not the back backstory. No, no. I don't think we have. I don't think we have either. Yeah. And if you're in the live tribe, let us know who who hasn't that remains in the game. Have we seen the backstory? A little montage video for yet? Let let us know. Um, and Lindsay here, by the way, tells hi. They're in. They're sitting in the shelter, and Jonathan's like right behind them, and they yeah. are talking about targeting Jonathan. Mm. Jonathan he's right there I mean they're whispering I guess but like <laughs> wow <laughs> I yeah, guess I he would never expect you to be talking about voting him out when you're yeah, right one there. foot away from him um, and I think I don't remember if it was High or Lindsay or whoever that said right afterwards we had a very quiet conversation yeah uh, so yeah you would have to be quiet and yeah. I would be like using code words you know like they always in the avengers they always call hulk the big guy <laughs> right like, i wouldn't say yeah, john yeah, yeah. <laughs> the big guy i mean they probably would figure out who you're talking about but you gotta be a little bit more covert yeah. i would think yeah they were they were they were throwing out names even yeah. if they were whispering them with yeah. him, him and i think it was drea were sitting right there mm. uh well let's go to the sanctuary because that's what it's called now uh and we get Lindsay. And Omer and Mike chowing down on this crappy-looking pizza, according to uh, to you guys, at least, or at least JD. Yeah. I mean, it, look, it didn't look amazing, no, but oh, what do you you're want not going to be stopping you on day no. 20. Oh, no. next to nothing. Of course not. Of course not. And then, I thought the monster had arrived. Yeah. <laughs> oh, this is the monster. It's these voices that Lindsay knows. Because um, voices just started playing. And we get this little slideshow. 
And then the loved ones videos hit. JD, I'm watching this this morning. I didn't get a chance to watch Survivor last night. We got a lot of NBA playoff games on. I am bawling my <laughs> eyes out at 9, 12 in the morning. Uh, I'm such a softy for any loved one visits yeah. and not even ones where they're there. Just yeah. just show me a photo of, of uh, Mike with hair and his, and his daughter. Yeah, yeah. I love the photo I'm of Mike bawling, with hair. man. Yeah. It's I mean, emotional. it's emotional. It's emotional. Uh, you feel for them. You feel for them. Uh, not as emotional as when they're there in person. I no, think. no. And then the uh, winners at war, I thought that it was too much. They had all like <laughs> the whole full family. families oh, right. coming yeah, out. That's a good point. Then. Right. And I was just like, this is all. This is way too much. Uh, this I thought was uh, to steal a phrase from our our. our our man Lee Ellis, it was pretty cool, pretty weird. Like, yeah, the, yeah exactly. Like right. the reverby, you know, voices, disembodied voices come in. And then the way it was presented on the whatever tree stumps or whatever yeah. was in front of them was pretty cool. I thought it looked cool. I, yeah. And it was emotional. Can, I, I can you remind me? They didn't do any of this in 41. I don't think so. Because I know anything, we talked about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We were like, you know, obviously COVID and all that. They're not flying anybody out there, but like, yeah, it's sort of. Now that they did it here, it's like weird that you they could have didn't. done something similar. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> maybe it was a. Maybe that was some of the feedback they got. Like, oh, nothing. You didn't do anything. Probably from yeah. families. Probably from the castaways themselves. Probably like, a little yeah. bit. Yeah. And you see this, it's like you could have easily done that. Yeah. Uh, it feels like a Jeff Probst move to me to make it a little bit weird. Like instead of just telling them you're also going to be getting a message from your families back home. To do it with, like, you know, a disembodied lost voice (laughs) was a strange move. (laughs) Sure. It didn't quite hit for me uh, the way that they usually do. But maybe that's because the first picture they showed of Lindsay, she was wearing a Brett Favre jersey. Oh. I was like, ooh. Uh So you're out on on Lindsay. Nah, I'm actually a big Lindsay fan, but I was was ready to vote her out right now. Oh, jeez, Jesus. Well, okay, here's the question. Do these, okay, those three go back? Did they tell everybody they got a, a loved one's video? I didn't see slideshow, whatever the hell you want to call it. Yeah, it was not. I think it would I be, wouldn't. I wouldn't either. I would think it would almost be cruel to to tell them. Hey, guess what? I got a message from my wife. You know, like it's like. And the pizza sucked. Beer wasn't as cold as yeah. I would have liked it. Pillows were a little too hard for me. <laughs> That's, yeah, exactly. I mean, they're probably the only thing that they probably said was about the Fijian pizza, which was what Marianne wanted to she hear really about before they left. So I don't know. <laughs> uh, I, just to be the resident dick, uh, I do have one note for uh, Mike's wife. You gotta look in the camera when you're. Oh god, you know god, what I mean. Man, people are bad at that. I, yeah, but <laughs> it's not on her. It's on CBS. The Survivor producers should have just been like, "Hey, could you redo it? Redo like, it. <laughs> we want you to look in Mike's eyes. You don't understand. He's out there. He's on his own. It's raining. He's eating terrible pizza. Look in his eyes. Look right into the little black dot on your your iPhone. I mean, thank you for doing it, landscape. But still, <laughs> just one tiny note, Stacy. It was beautiful, but yeah. you know. Well, Mike loved it. He was bawling his eyes out. You know, I'm bawling my eyes out. And Mike said, quote, I'm going to be talking about this until they put me in the ground. (laughs) Yeah. So he really liked it. Uh, And then Omar. And then I love how he went from, you know, look, me, I'm sure others getting all teary eyed. Oh, this is a feel good moment to, yes, Jody called it the diabolical (laughs) Omar. And I am here for it. Uh, He tells slash lies to Mike about hi. You know, he's a, you're his puppet. 
<laughs> I has never said this to Omer. Uh, obviously, uh, Omer sees the opening though and just comes up with this and hook, line, and sinker on Mike. I mean, oh, it is man. like how many times does he end up in this rest of this episode saying, "I'm not a puppet." He thinks yeah. I'm a puppet. Oh, man, I'm not a puppet. Yeah. Like, it is in his head, and it was like one thing. Omer just literally said one thing. It was the perfect lie. It was the per- not a stupid lie. It was the perfect. Don't tell a stupid lie, lie. Tell a good lie. That was a perfect lie to yeah. tell to the perfect person, totally. especially like. About the know. perfect person, too. It, yeah, Exactly right. Like, he knew from... We, and we knew from that first scene of the episode that... And going back a week, that Mike was hesitant about it in the first place. And then he comes to Omar and says, Did that rub you the wrong way? Omar's like, I don't care. That's who I wanted voted out. It was kind of my call, to be quite honest. But sounds like you're upset. Yeah. And then he just keeps twisting it and twisting it and twisting it. We had a lot of people tweeting in and asking us, Is Omar a villain in this? I mean, he's lying the whole episode. Yeah. And it's working the entire time, but you're also like rooting the guy on oh, as yeah. that you're happens. Like, right? You're, like, you're so good at this. He's got a smile on his face. Yeah. He's playing it perfectly. So I don't know. That's like a, that was just such a smooth move to be able to get in like that. And I think Mike even says, "You know what? I believe you." Yeah. <laughs> like full on, I believe you. Yeah. It's got to be weird to watch that back if you're Mike, right? You're like, oh man, <laughs> I really got played on that one. Yeah. yeah totally. Oh Jesus. I mean, uh, you know, last week on No Buffs near the end of the episode, I think we were like. Omar's winning this. Yeah. We had all our reasons why mm-hmm. and all that. And I mean, like, nothing changed in this episode to, you know, our opinion of, like, oh, my God, this guy is running the island. And, yeah, yeah, I mean, these are villainous things, but as a Survivor player, they're, you know, I love it. I want to oh. see it. Like, it's sort of creepy when someone is this good at lying. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he he just knows exactly. He knows people. He knows yeah. exactly the bu- the buttons to push. I mean, he must be the best vet in North America, right? Because if he's this good with humans, can you imagine him with animals? Like he just, I'm, I just, it's You're like in You're in I'm in awe. I think he, I think that he absolutely is a villain. But uh, you'd take your dog to him. Absolutely, I would, and I would. I, it would be like it would be a, like a badge of honor to be stabbed in the back by this guy. You know what I mean? Like, if they did a a heroes villains season again, which I hope they do. Right. I know they Somebody don't do that either. stuff anymore, but it, he would absolutely be on the villain side. Really, a hundred percent. Yeah, he's lied to everybody. He lies to everybody, and then he does in confessionals seem to tell us how much he enjoys it, yes. or at least like I point. just nailed that. And it's it's. Amazing and he does a lot of eye rolls to cam to the camera <laughs> yeah. when people walk away. Yeah, I'm sure. Okay, you got that. And he strikes yeah. when people Love are it. at their most vulnerable, and that's the most <laughs> yeah, diabolical, that's delicious thing about it. I, I I love it. He's he's winning this thing. I, I think uh, I can't imagine him not winning it. But uh, wow, it's just I can't remember it's such a dominant. You know, like just having control over an entire tribe for so long. Yeah. and getting away with it. You know, in recent memory, I I can't think of anybody. So, uh, yeah, imagine him as the vet too. He must be like taking people for like thousands of dollars, like saying, <laughs> yeah. "Oh, your dog, your dog's not gonna." I mean, it's getting rough in there. We're gonna need to do this and this, and then he's just lying through his teeth, like the dog's got the shits or something. Like, just ate a chew toy or something. He's like, "Ah, no, the back leg. We're gonna have to do something on this." But you know. 100k <laughs> yeah that's already having you're good because like, uh, you're like you're in a vulnerable state oh, yeah. with your dog <laughs> exactly. you're like, this is, whatever you say whatever this is, you say I'll do it. to his point totally. like, he's got practice with this man 
striking when people are vulnerable. But he just, yeah. I mean, again, I think you're right. It's it's the, the three things set up so good. Omar being great at this. The person he's doing it on in Mike, who's like, you know, just look me in the eye and tell me. And he's a, you know, he's going to trust you if you haven't done anything mm-hmm. to break his word. And then because of things that have happened with High before. He's even more likely to believe, uh, you know, what you're telling him about High, yeah. which is a lie. But there's some truth it to it sense. too, because yeah. he's, you sort of have been a puppet to him, you know. But he just went. I mean, yeah. It was amazing. He just <laughs> knew that he did not want to hear those words. That exactly. specific yes, exactly. word. Yep. Yeah. I mean, again, he said, Mike, in this episode, we're like halfway through already. He must say puppet three or four more times right. to us, you yeah. know, in confessionals. Uh, we also, when they're there, we get Lindsay. Telling them about the amulet. So mm-hmm. one more little thing I just want to throw in here. You know, no need to, didn't have to, but elects to tell Omer and and uh, Mike, you know, about this whole amulet thing. Dre's got the one piece. High's got the one piece. And th- this comes into play here. There's a lot of like thinking of like, oh, we get rid of one of those amulets. We get a little stronger. So she throws that out there, mm-hmm. which to me, like, I mean, shows the trust she has in, in these two and, and the direction she's maybe thinking about going here. Yeah, and I think right. uh, Omar and Lindsay have been together for quite some time, yeah. so yeah. it makes Old sense time. that she would like to share something with him. I'm kind of surprised that he maybe didn't know already. Um, yeah. But Mike, I thought, was smart to bring him in as well. I thought, like I said, Lindsay had a great episode here. I don't know if I necessarily would have spilled the beans regarding the amulet, but it also gives her a little bit of motivation to to be on board with, yep. the, with the high vote, right? Um, and... I forgot the second part I was going to say, but yeah, yeah, nice stuff. Good. Let's go to the immunity challenge. It's day 19 if you're keeping track. Uh, we're standing on the beam with this. <laughs> what do you call this thing? Uh, they con- called it a bow, didn't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, like it is a that sort bit. of makes sense. Anyway, it's, uh, it's a balancing uh, challenge. You got to keep the ball on this, yeah, this bow type thing. And uh, in increments, you'll move down and the, and the, and the beam will get more and more narrow. Um, Mike, High, and Romeo, they drop out. Uh, they were not long for this challenge. Eventually, Omer, he goes down. Once we get to narrowing the beam, I mean, Marianne is like crying <laughs> while she's doing the yeah. challenge. Probably still freezing cold, I guess, and uh, the nerves of trying to win this thing. She drops. She does make it to the second stage, but she drops. It gets down, though, to Jonathan, Lindsay, and Drea, and only Jonathan and Lindsay make it to the final stage. And this is where we get the shot of Jonathan going like, because they get to, they don't have to walk down with it. They get to stop yeah. and like reset and get on the next part. And then here we go. And, and Probe starts it up again. But he's like, my feet are too big <laughs> yeah. for the, the final part. <laughs> I mean, they look big. It's got a point here. So I guess if the advantage in finding an idol is high in the tree, this one is a disadvantage for him and his, uh, his giant flippers there. But he gets on it and he makes all these saves, I guess. Everyone's like, whoa, how, how does he keep doing this? But. Lindsay, steady as a rock, and wins again. She's damn good at Survivor Challenges. She is very good at a lot of this stuff. I think she's good at puzzles, I believe, too. So, anyway, they got to start worrying about her. (laughs) I think she, you know, everybody keeps talking about, oh, what if Jonathan goes on a run? What about her? (laughs) Who is right? Who left is, like, besides Jonathan? Who's really going to be with, like, a lot of these things? I know the puzzle comes It's going to come down to puzzles. Yeah. 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 But, I mean, yeah, she's, uh, she's, it's like Jonathan and Lindsay every time. It feels like kind of battling out for the end. I guess Tori was in the mix when she was still around. And High sort of was too. Yeah. But now he got. But now 
High gone, Tori gone. She's probably number two yeah. uh, right now, maybe even number one since there's so many balancing challenges and yeah. he's got these gigantic feet. <laughs> Sorry, buddy. <laughs> Sorry, man. One thing that was weird, though, was they got down to the last portion of it. And Jeff says, Thir- you're going to have 30 minutes here. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Did he just know? He's like, there's no way somebody's going that long. Nobody's going past 30 minutes. Then or what would have happened? Why put a time limit on yeah. it? Sure. What would have happened? Okay, well, let's let's talk this through. Two balls? No way, right? Two balls on that thing? That'd be Ooh, impossible. What? I mean, it would be over pretty quick. But yeah, be, yeah. That would. Um, what else could they have done? I mean, rocks? No. Rocks? I don't know. Like, yeah. like uh, uh, flip a coin? <laughs> I don't know. We don't know what they would have done. Uh, Thirty minutes is a long time though to be doing that. Yep. Yeah. After what they had already done, it like. At least what? 10 uh, minutes? 10 I think minutes, it was five, at least in the second five. Five. Yeah. It was 5, 10, and then 30. Oh, right? 5, 10. Okay. So, yeah. Okay. Anyway, Lindsay wins. So let's get to the plotting and the scheming. Uh, so High wants to target Jonathan. Now, Mike, hey, he says he's going along with it. He, he will be the puppet here. He'll tell High whatever he wants to hear. But Mike then immediately tells Jonathan, we got to get this snake out. You know, hi, I'll be a Mike. Obviously, he's ready to move on from him. Jonathan's on board because his name's being thrown around. Drea and Lindsay, they ponder basically is it high or is it Jonathan? They're trying to decide. That's what it's coming down to here as we get to this episode. Drea's gut reaction hi. I think this is yeah. where she says her, uh, her husband, husband line. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Hi. Hi's got to go. Then I thought this was fascinating. Hi, his move, and his thinking is to keep the person that we're targeting to not play any sort of idol or shot like the, the shot in the dark. Yeah. This is a slick move. I actually think he think says to Jonathan, I found the idol and I'll play it, you know, for you. If it, if it comes to it type of thing. Now he doesn't buy it. No, Jonathan wisely. He's like, uh, why would you play the idol for me? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that, that to me was high kind of overplaying Too his much? hand a little bit. Um, that was a little bit of a Shan move to me. To be quite honest, where you're like, you think you're in such in control of the game mm. that you're going to do every yeah. little thing to make sure it happens perfectly. And you're not going to think that anybody could possibly catch on to what you're doing. But apparently he's tried this sort of thing with everybody else, you know, like kind of talking them into it and be like, OK, you're going to be fine. You're going to be fine. But like, I thought it was strange for Jonathan. Like they haven't been aligned at sure. all. So for him to like sidle up next to him and be like, hey, found this idol. Haven't told anybody. I got it earmarked for you, even though everybody's gunning for you anytime you lose. Yeah, maybe he just went one step too far. I don't mind the, like, tell the guy. It's down to you two guys, and you guys both know it's one or the other. So if you just went to Jonathan and says, and, like, you said it in, in like, confidence, like, you know, like, we're going to keep a secret here. Like, hey, I found an idol. I think I'm going to play it for myself. Mm -hmm. If you go, like, lean into that, not play Mm -hmm. it for you, because that becomes a little unreasonable. But then at least Jonathan's like, oh, shit. (laughs) <laughs> we're all going for him. Like now we need a, now maybe sure. he panics and right. like, we need a, we need another name. We need to split votes. Um, but yeah, they don't even buy it. Everyone's like, he doesn't have one. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, and they're right. Uh, maybe that was the stupid lie of the, uh, title episode mm, yeah, one, one good lie yeah. one stupid lie. But, uh, I mean, I actually think it's a nice move. You can pull it off, but they didn't buy it. Uh, Omer wonders about telling high everything here. He's like, hold. He suddenly is like, well, now it's too easy. Now it's like we're all voting for high. Should I keep high? <laughs> and it's like, whoa, 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 man. Uh, he considers it. <laughs> he just wants the juice, man. He's just <laughs> addicted to manipulating people. <laughs> That's all it is. Yeah, yeah. It's like, this is too easy. 
but he doesn't uh, you know he doesn't talk to high or fold him in i guess he instead talks to like everybody else this guy is so so connected out there he talks to romeo omer does he talks to marianne he talks to Lindsay. It's like you know he's just just moving everybody around here's where we're gonna go here's what we're gonna do and it's pretty incredible and we go to tribal council and we get a bunch of analogies uh, would you actually have a good question? Ones, I yeah, thought. really good ones. I thought this was like a really just well-run tribal council. Yeah, some great analogies. Uh, <laughs> you know, some great shots. Some nice yep. camera work. Where like, uh, forget who it was, but then it was like, yeah, they had it lined up. It, yeah. You saw Jonathan. You saw Hi. Someone else in the shot too. It looked great. Uh, and then we get the perfect blindside. Yeah, literally like Hi has no idea he's going home, and has nothing to do except like, damn, holy crap, you guys. You knocked that one out of the that park. That was amazing. Yeah, he was just like respect. Yep. Uh, and, 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 and off he goes. And re- and credit to Lindsay as well because she had that speech that Jonathan was having a hard time yes. wrapping his head There's around, or not having a hard time, but being sort of like, is she talking about me? Totally. Right. But she could. But but on high points, it out like. You know, <laughs> I, you could be talking about a strategic player yeah. or a strong player or whatever, Social and, and player, that was. Yeah. But she was talking about high, and it was mm-hmm. just like, just to, th- I think that put him at, just that was the final sort of like, okay, the, this is the final, you know, cherry on top of a perfect blindside because he had no idea, right. and he wasn't, not that he would have played his shot in the dark, but he just did not suspect at all. Meanwhile, Jonathan's like, huh, am I in trouble? <laughs> you know, but uh, acting, even is he? Acting, I, I think that was acting too. I think he yeah. was pouring it on a little thick. Just so that high yeah. is completely comfortable. It was a wow, chef's kiss. Yep. Uh, notes on tribal council. Anything to add to that? I thought I'm with JD. I thought Lindsay's line was like the key line of the episode. We're trying to even the playing field because I mean, immediately if you, if you're if you think you're high and you think you're number one on the totem pole, you're like huh, they're going for Jonathan. Yeah. They don't want him to win all these immunities. Yeah. He find he lost one. He's up for he's up for a vote. They're gonna go for him for sure. But she was obviously using a, a little double entendre to yeah. come after high. <laughs> yeah. And I thought that was just really really smart from her. I thought it was a. It's strange that it's a blindside because high had no idea it was coming. But I also thought it was like super obvious that high was the one who was going to be voted out in the edit in what we're seeing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, you you feel like. Uh, a lot I of think these it's a episodes. predictable season right now. Right. Is, is Survivor doing that on purpose because they've gotten so crafty in, in seasons prior with the old switcheroo? And then they're, now they're like, you think we're going to switcheroo. Uh, and they veered back I just the don't way. think anybody's making that crazy of moves mm. so far. Huh. You don't think this was a power move, though, by them to get Ohio? Like by the no, I definitely do. Yeah. I definitely do. And it was a blindside. I'm just saying I don't think it played out as a blindside on TV. Right, right, right. Well... Yeah, that's probably fair. Uh, he did not see it coming. No. What was your favorite analogy, though, of the two? High's blindfold marathon analogy or Marianne's Jenga analogy? I did the enjoy the... I very much enjoyed the Jenga, but I, the the marathon running really, I thought, was more illustrative of what was mm, happening. And, mm. uh, yeah, I just thought it was great. And Jeff loved it, too. He was like... He is like leaned in. I love it when he yeah. leans in. He's like, okay, all right. I don't I think it's a, I don't think it's a coincidence that a marathon is twenty six miles oh. and change. Twenty six days. <laughs> makes You're it right. uh, I do not suggest running a marathon blindfolded though. But uh, people people that are blind run marathons. Yeah, they actually run true. with people with them. It's pretty amazing. Um, but the jungle one good too. Not yeah, bad. Not bad. 
loved uh, Jonathan's reaction. Yeah. <laughs> I think doesn't probes just like because Marianne like uh, you know a good analogy yeah. starts firing away. You know she talks very fast. I mean I'm guilty as charged too. But then uh, probes like Jonathan, you get that or uh, what does he ask him? Like basically, did he's you like get you follow all that, and he's like mm, yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> and then Marianne. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I couldn't believe yeah. he didn't go, yes, Mr. Jeff. <laughs> Always bowing to Jeff Probst. He is not a god, okay? He's Nor a, a sensei. He's a sexy as, candle. As yeah, we a have a sexy candle. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Shrine to Jeff yeah. Probst. <laughs> We've, we put Jeff Probst on that, le- on that Jeff. level. Yes. Jonathan. Yes. Um, and, that, and that's it. So uh, High goes home. He gets a lot of the votes. Though Romeo also voted for Jonathan. Oh. Yeah. Interesting. So are they just com- keeping him completely out of the loop? I thought he was yeah, told. No, he just doesn't know what's going on. I don't, I don't, <laughs> I don't Romeo's so not either. in a good spot, but he's probably going to last for a little bit here. Uh, and maybe he could be an option for Omer. Like, it doesn't seem like Omer and him have any sort of beef with each other yeah, or any no. sort of uh, drama so far. So maybe Omer could like hook up with him and use him as a number going forward. But uh, apparently High got to him first and was like, hey, we're going for yeah. Jonathan, I guess. We are down to seven people. Yeah. Uh, the the Taku Four still there. The That's Go Train Alliance, a part amazing. of that, obviously. Oh yeah. Marianne, but we'll see what happens. Uh, let's take our first break. This is a lot of fun. I'm having a blast. <laughs> see, that's what I'm saying, though. The Taku Four is still together. Yeah. How have they not taken out any of those? Omer, the best strategic and social player in the game. Yep. Uh, Jonathan, the best physical player in the game. Mm-hmm. Arguably, uh, yeah, one or two because Lindsay's right there too. Y- yeah, exactly. Lindsay is in the mix for most physical as well. We know. She People might be know, the, one of the most social players. Sure. Yeah. People yep. know she has an amulet as well. Uh, right. And Marianne has played one idol so far. We know she's found a second one. It's like, yeah. I don't know. Like, a foursome doesn't stick together in Survivor after the merge all that often. Yeah, right. And they're not, nobody, like, the whole, they had, like, a gigantic alliance when they all got together. Eight people going against four. They should have been able to take out one of them. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. they're not. I mean, the only thing, well, it, it depends. Like, usually the, 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 the tribe is going to eat itself, but it hasn't yet. Uh, the only thing stopping them, though, at this point with the numbers is basically Drea and all her stuff. All mm-hmm. her power. Well, Marion. Oh, no, Marion's in it. Sorry. Yeah. Is Drea and her knowledge of power and extra, like, she's got the stuff to, to blow this up. <laughs> she does. Will she? We'll oh, see. I hope so. Yeah, I know. I hope so, too. It's, that's exciting. Ah. <laughs> Let's take a first break. When we come back, we'll get into tree mail. Don't go anywhere. This episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra, the official beer sponsor of the NBA. Want to get closer to the game than ever before? Michelob Ultra Courtside is giving fans the chance to win exclusive NBA prizes and experiences like official gear, courtside seats to an NBA game, and more. Head over to MichelobUltra.com slash courtside to learn more. Discover the latest collections from David Yerman, as seen recently, styled on basketball stars like Jaime Jaquez, Jalen Green, D'Angelo Russell, and others. David Yerman is a celebrated American jewelry company inspired by the beauty of art, architecture, and the natural world. The story of David Yerman begins in New York City with David, a sculptor, and his wife, Sybil, a painter and ceramicist. When the artists began collaborating, their goal was to simply make beautiful design objects to wear. Over 40 years later, the Yermans and their son, Evan, continue to redefine American luxury jewelry with timeless, modern collections for women and men defined by inspiration, innovation, consummate craftsmanship, and Cable, the brand's artistic signature. 
David Yerman's collections are available on davidyerman.com. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. All right, back with No Buffs here, breaking down episode 10 of Survivor. And again, shout out to the live tribe. Love seeing the convos. Love convos. And the questions and the notes just going back and forth. It's very difficult while we're breaking down an episode to like really keep an eye on it, follow everything, but I love going back and seeing what you guys are saying about uh, No Buffs and, of course, about the Survivor episode. But we've got some great questions to tackle here, so let's go to Tree Mail. Yeah, a little Tree Mail. Uh, first one, from Doug. Doug G. This guy's money at sending in uh, great questions, though this one is not a question, he says. This one is a challenge for us. We're playing for hot pizza and cold beer. Okay? Uh, From Doug. He says, create your best survivor is like analogy. Bonus points for creativity. Also, Skeets, I would advise you not to run your marathon while blindfolded. Yes, Mm. I'm I'm running a marathon in about six weeks. Uh, I won't do it blindfolded. Not even one one mile. Well, it's funny you say that. At one point, I run through a tunnel. And it's my friend has done this uh, marathon before. It's pitch black. We have to run with headlamps. He's like, you can't see your hand in front of your face without obviously a little bit of a lamp. So uh, I guess I'll be a little blindfolded for let's, I think it's a mile and a half in the tunnel. Damn. Yeah. Where is this again? It's in in uh, Washington state. Yeah. Just outside of Seattle. Wow. I think it's called light at the end of the tunnel marathon. So here's the sick, the the kicker. The tunnel part is like in the first two miles of the marathon. So So then after you come out of the tunnel, you're like, light uh, at the beginning of the marathon. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) So anyway, we'll see how it goes. I'll be uh, sort of blindfolded. Um, But I love this challenge. Create your best survivor is like analogy. Who wants to, who wants to go first? Who's got something? Sure, sure, sure. Well, Mr. Jeff, <laughs> Survivor is like a no dunks podcast. Okay. Damn it, you just stole my. <laughs> okay, go a little on. bit of sports, a lot of talking. Some of them are better than others, <laughs> but they're always classic. Oh, it's good. Okay, I like that. Let me let me piggyback off that because I went a little differently. I said, "Well, uh, Mr. Jeff, um, you know, Survivor is like making a podcast. It's a lot harder than you think." There's going to be a few weird ads, and you can't trust what anyone says. Mm. Ooh. So true. Um, so, good. yeah, it's along good. the same lines. Mm-hmm. Thinking podcast. What do you got, J.D.? Uh, yeah, it went in a completely different direction. Good. Uh, Mr. Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> Survivor is like, not like, but is the most grueling makeover ever. You know what I mean? Okay. People right now, we're, what, what are we, uh, 19 days in? But people start looking pretty sexy. You know what mm, I mean? Yeah. <laughs> but, See the real person. They're looking lean. They're looking mean. They got some sun on them. Yeah. They're dirty. They're stinky. Yes. But it's just like, is this the way humans are supposed to live? Like, and oh, be? Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, they just look great. They look healthy. Even though they haven't eaten. <laughs> but you know, what starve. you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I mean, there's just a... Uh, I just think that everybody just looks great. I mean, <laughs> people maybe, often look great on the island. I totally yeah. agree. A hundred percent agree. I mean, 
yes, when you're at tribal council and, you know, they got the filters going and it's beautifully lit, but, you know, and then conversely, you're on the beach and it's just shot beautifully. You look good on Survivor. It's hard (laughs) to look bad on Survivor. You know what I'm saying? I 100% agree. The many Survivor crushes. Oh, yeah. For sure. I mean, Lindsay is a babe. Oh, it's thousand percent. Sur- and, and Survivor, ba- they're, Drea is a babe. They're babes. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and you were, you had just said, Jonathan, look at cut. He's like, oh, yeah. He ripped up, bro. I know, man. Omar is looking awesome, man. Everybody's getting hotter and hotter yeah. every day. That's why it's they should go back to 39 days. That's right. Oh, they well, get maybe, so hot at the end. <laughs> so hot. Well, maybe there's a, a certain point. Like maybe they figured out 26 days. That is when they're at their peak hotness, <laughs> yeah. and then they fall off a cliff. Right. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's hard to imagine <laughs> Romeo out there for 39 days. God, like, my God, the poor him. guy. Yeah. But uh, anyways, yeah, it's great. Couple good ones from the live tribe here. Sarah Gray, survivors like Yahtzee, a mix of luck and chance and knowing what to do and when mm. with the role you're dealt. So, like wow, that. going with a different Shut board game than uh, Marianne's Jenga. Yeah, sure. Yeah, Jenga. Is there luck involved in Jenga? I don't know. I've never... Th- to uh, be, I don't know. I, I guess... Here's I my one so. Jenga thought. Is there? I have, I've, I've never thought I had a Jenga take. Uh, all right. How come, how is it possible that not every single log, what are they called? Tile? Stick, what are, I don't know. Stick? Block? Uh, block, block, block. It's a block. <laughs> you would Voting think block, that the pressure on all of them would be exactly equal. But right. there are some where you're like, you know, you tap it and it like, yeah, yeah, right, slides right. right. What's right going on there? How it's, yeah. What's going on there? Yeah, yeah. And she, I can't believe now that I say this, she didn't say voting block in talking about blocks in Jenga. She didn't say that, did she? <laughs> wow. I don't know. Left a little bit out there, but another good one from Min Power. Survivors like poker. You can win with a lot of skill, but sometimes luck can take you far. Yeah, well, look, hundred yeah. percent agree. Luck involved in Survivor. Yep, yep. That's all I got so far. <laughs> That's good. Maybe Those we'll chime back in a little later. No, these yeah. are great. These are Ignatius, great. Ignatius, Survivors like a game of soccer. It brought tears to my eyes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, your immunity oh, idol just got activated. Oh, 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 right. <laughs> You're a target now, yeah, Ignatius. Ignatius. <laughs> Somebody boot him. Actually boot him from the chat. Putting him in a timeout. Gone. <laughs> no, just kidding. Uh, okay, yeah. next one from Zachary, who's been great here on No Buffs, uh, sending in great questions through Twitter. Um, and that's the best way, by the way, for anyone new to the show. We generally put up a post... Uh, uh, either after the Survivor episode that night or in the morning, say, hey, leave your uh, comments, questions there. Uh, no Dunks Inc. is the Twitter account. Okay, Zachary says, what are your current rankings in terms of likelihood to win? Zachary breaks it down like this. I would say one, Omer. Two, Drea, because of the advantages. Mm-hmm. Three, Mike. Lost his number one ally early, rebounded, is very well liked. Number four, Lindsay overshadowed by Omer a little bit. Marianne, at five, jurors prefer idols over physical play. Okay? Six, Jonathan. Seven, Romeo, who uh, Zachary says is the clear goat at this point. What do you think of Zachary's list? Are we moving around? Higher or lower? What do you think? I think this is pretty much right. Yeah. The only quibble I would possibly have is I think Lindsay has a better chance than Mike, but I don't think she has okay. necessarily a way better chance than Mike. So I would go Omer, Drea, Lindsay, Mike, Mary, and Jonathan, Romeo. That's pretty good order. Yeah. I, I think you sort of nailed what I would go with, JD. Would you tweak it at all? The same. The same. Uh, mm, I think Jonathan is m- more well-liked than we know on the island. Oh, the guy can do a 
Incredible monkey run. <laughs> they loved it. Trey, they loved Trey it. Trey was hellish. Just like I yeah. nailed it. It was amazing. I, I think he's a charming guy. I think that he gets. Uh, you know, I think that if it came down to like Jonathan and Marianne, who uh, people also like, but I think that I don't know. I mm, yeah, leave it the way it is. But I do. Uh, I do think that Jonathan. You think Jonathan would get votes if he's? I at think the he end would get votes with, with I think really anyone. I think there's some truth to that too. Yeah. Uh, okay. I saw well, he was I, getting uh, compared to Xander in the, uh, the yeah. live tribe a little bit. I think he's way more likable yeah. than, than Xander yeah. was. Mm-hmm. I think. I, well, I agree with that. I think he'd get votes if he's there. I don't think yeah. he'll be there, but I think he'd get votes. I agree. According to the live tribe, we are underrating Marianne. Andrea says Marianne has an idol and an extra yep. vote. Yep. She yes. should be higher. Fair case. Fair. And then Max is saying just criminally underrated. She's always great at tribal councils. She is. Like that's a, she, she definitely shines there. I will say I would like to see something flashy from Drea, something flashy from Lindsay. I think they both need big moves to kind of like take the next step and be real contenders. Okay. I, uh, yep. Uh, no, these are all fair points about Marianne. I uh, I don't see her winning this game. She's very young. It's very tough, generally, for a very mm-hmm. young player to win. I mean, I guess Michelle couldn't have been that old when she won. No, um, I don't think Adam was particularly old. Right. Yeah, he was quite young. a while ago now too. Yeah. But you know, my point. You know, she's very young. Yeah, totally. And it's it's difficult. She could. I mean, it's. I'll be shocked if she's not in the final episode. Like, be like, I guess. Well, what they go to the final episode with like six yeah. people. This she's gonna be, be there. I guess yeah. I'd have her making final four. Four. Yeah. Three. Well, if it's the original tribe that she was on, what, what, which one was it's it? Taku, it's Taku, man. Taku. Yeah, it's a Taku. Yeah, it's Taku. Time. Go Train Alliance, alive and well. Yeah. Um, okay. Next one from I believe you pronounce it, Kean, uh, mm-hmm. an Irish name. I think uh, his last name's O'Brady, so mm-hmm. it's got to be Kean. Uh, do you see any parallels between High's game and Chance? I think that they both had a dominant pre-merge and initial post-merge performance that led to their own complacency slash overconfidence, which ultimately was their downfall. Uh, I feel like you have brought this up before. Maybe this comparison is uh, is Kean, right? Yeah, uh, I think this is a pretty astute comparison. I don't. It's weird to me because I kind of think that High is like equal parts Shan and Ricard. Mm. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Like his strategy, I think is was in general more low key than Shan's was. You know, I think Shan had a lot of flashy moves. I think Ricard was probably a little bit better at challenges uh, than High was. But the same sort of thing happened to Shan that did happen to High, where it's like you're clearly in control, and everybody sees it except for you realize you're in control, but don't go to like take the steps to protect yourself. Yeah. Whereas with Ricard, it was like he was clearly in control. But there was nothing he could do about it. You know, once he lost an immunity challenge, he was ready to go. So, yeah, I think this is a pretty solid comparison. I think so, too. Yeah. I mean, uh, the only difference is, to me, is that High had way more fun than both of Ricard and Shan put together playing this game. I mean, I, how delighted was he to be blindsided? You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Like, he just seemed to have... The time of his life, and I think he just got a little little cocky. Oh, he, he got know. cocky. He even tells us, like, I thought I was winning this game. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, it was lined up. It was there. You know, Omer's calling him King High and stuff like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, they, and, they, yeah. And Shan, Shan had brilliant moves, uh, but as the game went, she became more and more frantic, and uh, she kind of was losing it a little bit and to and Ricard was like had to rein her in every once in a while mm-hmm. you know so uh but I I love that in- analogy of the two of uh, 
of high being a combo in gamesmanship between the two of them. That's so, a good player. I think so. And he yeah. is a very good survivor player. I mean, maybe he'll play again. Uh, final one from Mr. Verley. Yo, no bros. Am I wrong in thinking it was terribly cruel to only have a loved one's experience for the winners of that reward? I don't remember ever, ever having to earn the loved one's thing. Obviously, yes, they would have to... Uh, they would have a challenge, excuse me, for extra time, but everyone got to see them for a little bit. And do the others know that that even happened? That's something we were talking about. We don't know. We don't know with that part. Did they go back and tell them about the loved one's uh, little video package? Is it possible that, say, Hi or Jonathan or Marianne were watching last night's episode not knowing that Mike, Lindsay, and Omer got uh, video slideshows and they found out watching the show? I would be furious, says Mr. Hurley. <laughs> really? <laughs> It's a yeah. year later, man. <laughs> yeah. uh, I mean, we don't know, I guess, to answer that part. I wouldn't have told anybody. I don't think <sighs> I would have gone not. back saying we got loved one videos. I don't think I would. Not during the game. Not I mean, during, no, maybe, not during the game. Yeah. Maybe when the game was over and you were back in Ponderosa. Sure. Like, hey, by the way, uh, it may have slipped out or whatever. But no, uh, you go. Yeah. If one of them go, goes out, you know, next year, or you go right, you go back to Ponderosa. You tell everybody, say, hey. I know they've got yours. Right. If you haven't watched it yet, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so ask them, ask production. Um, but I remember, I don't think Mr. Verley's right. There, I, there have been seasons where you won the chance for your for your loved ones. Now, a lot of the time you see you, them. They, yeah, they parade them out in front of you. Yeah. And then you have to win a challenge or they have to win a challenge. That's even worse when oh, the yeah. loved ones have to do the challenge. I've always hate that. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. They, I felt like they stopped doing that, too. Yeah. Because uh, it was such an advantage to some people. No, like, totally. It was like moms taking on, like, you know, <laughs> brothers that are, like, yeah. you know, whatever the challenge was. But back in the day, like, way, way back, they used to do, like, weird, like, phone call call your yeah, family. Yeah, like a satellite and, phone at one Remember point, the yeah. Iceman, the guy that won, uh, Brian? He had a video where his wife's showing off the house. It's like his mansion. <laughs> yeah. It almost backfired. Yeah. I was like, this guy's rich. What the hell this is guy's loaded. <laughs> um uh, but yeah, I had no problem with how this went down. No, not at all. I, uh, again, I think the, the it would have been cruel if they if they had said as part of the reward, you're going to get a loved one, uh, a message from your loved ones. Now, Lindsay, pick two people to go with Oof, you. That yeah. would have been impossible. Yeah. That, you know, to, that would have been cruel for Lindsay and for the rest of them. But but we get that all the time in, in seasons prior where they're yeah. all there. Somebody wins and they say, OK, now pick somebody else. And then they have to be like, right. oh, they haven't seen their wife or they've got. Yeah, but at know. least they've had the hug and the kiss. Yeah, and, uh, you got a little affection. It, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So <sighs> who knows? Uh, Just you- to circle back to something from before, saw it in the live tribe from Zach. Uh, he said that they did the loved ones video messages in season 41, but it didn't make the air. There we oh. go. Wow. Why the hell it, not? How is that yeah, possible? That's, yeah. that's surprising. Just, uh, that's weird. Yeah. Yeah. Just uh, crappy loved ones. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't bring it. You thought you thought Mike's wife did a bad job recording on a, on a, on a cell phone. Again, I'm not blaming you, I'm Stacey. just saying. I'm not blaming you. <laughs> Uh, okay, let's take let's take our final break. Uh, and if you guys still have some more questions in the live tribe, get them in right now. Maybe we'll get to some when we come back, and then we'll look ahead to next week's episode. Don't go anywhere. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day, or night. 
Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service that you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. You know, if I would have applied myself, I could have gone to the NBA. You think so? Yeah, I think so. But it's just like, it's been done. You know, I didn't want to, I was like, I don't want to be a follower. Hi, I'm Jason Concepcion. And I'm Shea Serrano. And we are back. We have a new podcast from Wondery. It's called Six Trophies. Woo! And it's the f-ing best. Each week, Shea Serrano and I are combing through all the NBA storylines, finding the best, most interesting, most compelling stories, and then handing out six pop culture themed trophies for six basketball related activities. Trophies like the Dominic Toretto, I live my life a quarter mile at a time trophy, which is given to someone who made a short term decision with no regard for future consequence. Or the Christopher Nolan Tenet trophy, which is given to someone who did something that we didn't understand. Catalina Wine Mixer trophy. Ooh, the Lauren Hill, you might win some, but you just lost one trophy. And what's more, the NBA playoffs are here, so you want to make Six Trophies your go-to companion podcast through all the craziness. Follow Six Trophies on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Listen ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. All right, back here with no buffs. Got some breaking NBA news, though. <laughs> Dylan Brooks. Don't do it. Come on. Has Go been to suspended Go to for game three. Of the conference semifinals, the Grizzlies Warriors, for his hit on Gary Payton II. I did say, JD, though, Dylan Brooks would be a great on Survivor. Ooh, yeah. He's got a punchable face. Uh, yeah. He'd be a great villain. <laughs> we, meet, we need more villains. We need more villains that we've talked yeah. about. Yeah. Even the villains these days are nice. <laughs> exactly. That's right. <laughs> What's happening? They're always rooting for the villains on Survivor now. Uh, so, next time on Survivor, here is what we get from the little clip. Uh, Mike to Lindsay says, quote, we have a straight line to the final four. The next shot is basically five people agreeing. <laughs> like they're all fist pumping. It's Mike, Lindsay, Jonathan, Omar, and Drea. Uh, so straight line to the final four. Mike and Lindsay agree on that. But there, there is five of them here agreeing to something. Now, who's no, who knows what it is? Romeo, I think for like the third or fourth time in one of these, like next time on Survivors drops a screw them. <laughs> like I swear that's all he keeps like. He's over it. He's like, you know, I don't know what's going on out here. I don't know who I'm supposed to be voting for. Screw them. So he's pissed. Uh, three names are thrown around. So, Trey, take note of this because you keep saying it, it's getting pretty. Like, it's been obvious, at least to TK it has. So the three names said Jonathan, Drea, and Mike. Okay, so maybe one of those three is going home here in, in, in the next episode. And then the final thing I'll add is Probe says oh, there's a twist to the challenge and we're, we are led to believe right because of 41 and 42 the uh the filming schedule that it's the do or die twist can you remind me can anybody remind me what the do or die twist from 41 was take, take a uh, crack at it <laughs> that basically it was a it's a like a roll of roll of the dice at the end uh, at tribal councils so deshaun had it la- had it last season right? and he got mm-hmm. it because he was the first one out yeah everybody can compete or not compete okay you get to choose uh if you win you get immunity but if you're the first one out you have to do this game of chance which ended up being the monty hall the, thing the yeah. monty which is hall, pick right. three right pick the, three and then jeff one. says do you want to switch it yeah you right switch it up and buddy. he and he deshaun <laughs> remind me again he actually he did the opposite of what you should have done. Yeah, he like went what, against what the, the conventional, says, the yeah. conventional wisdom. But it worked out. In his it worked yeah. out. It worked out great. Yeah. So because he didn't die, he didn't still die. still living yeah. to still, this day. Uh, <laughs> he dude. <laughs> he dude. Yeah. Uh, okay, so that's. But back. I, I can't uh, remember. Like, the, you were immediately 
out then, right? Like, well, no, I mean, Trey is making it sound like if if you're the first one out. No, no, no. But what I mean is, if he got it wrong, he was leaving. His torch was being snuffed. I, I think, think so. so. And there yeah. was no vote. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Crazy. But yeah, we are down to seven people. There are three episodes I think of Survivor left. Um. So okay, so somebody home goes home. I mean, that's yeah, yeah. Okay, I guess that that would sort of check out. Yeah, that means we would have like six going into the, to the penultimate episode. Mm-hmm, yeah, that mm-hmm. makes sense. Yeah. Um, I don't remember liking the do or die. I guess it turned out being fun because it was like, whoa. Yeah. yeah. Players eliminated with no official vote, so you go <laughs> right away. I remember Deshaun was like, he 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 like lost in that challenge in like three seconds. Yeah. Like he dropped right. it right away. He's like, oh. Right. 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 But then it was all good for him. Because I think he was kind of like on the chopping block going into that episode anyways. So who's most likely to drop out first? I mean, we don't know the challenge, so it's a big part of it. But, I mean, who's been dropping early? I feel like it's been some Romeos, maybe some Mikes, I feel like, is not long for a lot of these challenges. No. No, he's not. Homer? It's it's basically been Lindsay and Jonathan. Yeah. And then Dre is pretty good. Yep. Haya has been good. He's obviously gone. Yeah. Marianne was good in this she, last she one. She did okay in this last one. So. Okay. So we're, yeah. so what about do or die? What do we get? Do or die with Romeo or, I don't know. Like, if you're Romeo, you should probably go into the challenge and then lose right away. Right. Because he's very gonna... low yeah. on the totem yeah, pole for, right, for everybody. Right. It seems like he's on the chopping block. Or, or at least he'll be a name in conversation. Um, so maybe similar to Sean, you're like, you're flipping the odds. You're like, now I got a two thirds chance of staying here just on the way things happen. Hmm. I don't know if that's how the math actually works on the Monty Hall problem, but <laughs> I think it's similar. Yeah. yeah, but they don't, he wasn't told what the danger that's, was that's until point. they got to mm-hmm. uh, tribal councils. So yeah. yeah, interesting to see if they actually give them a little more information because you're, I think you're a hundred percent right, Trey. If you know what's happening, if I'm Romeo, I'm just like, okay, uh, I'll just, I'll give up right away. <laughs> and yeah. At least I have a ch- chance, which is more of a chance than just a shot in the dark. Why? Hold on. Why would Romeo do this? This is crazy. Romeo's going, he's going to be around. They're you not think he's, targeting him. He's going to the end. He, they're not targeting him. He should not take it to chance that he could literally be out with no votes. Yeah. I would not. Uh but then again, it's how much information they're they're given. I don't know, but with 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 how paranoid would he be knowing that he was completely left out of the high blind side? He was just doing what High told him mm-hmm. to do. I think his paranoia is going to be off the charts yeah. going into this episode. But yeah, you're right. I mean, I don't know. And who knows? Maybe he'd have a good chance. I can't remember what the what it was last year, the uh, or last season. What the actual the challenge, challenge yeah, is? I think it was the one where they had to like hold. Oh hold the poles together um because then i remember it was like ricard and danny like kept switching yeah yeah. i think danny ended up winning that one i think that's that what that one was it all blurs together we shall see okay we got too many of those this year right what holders holders (laughs) balancing and holders hey have we seen the get your feet out you sickos and Uh, and no let's get that one going remember that that one's great yeah i remember that i like that one unless you hate feet yeah. It's not for you. Uh, next week's episode is titled Battle Royale. Little Great. wrestling tie-in. Hmm. Yeah. Who says it? Who says yeah, it? Who says, <laughs> who says Battle it? Royale? Uh, uh. Um, put me down for Lindsay. Okay. Oh, yeah, I think it's Mike. I'm always oh, gonna, I'm good. always gonna it's pick good. Mike. Mike, <laughs> Mike. I did I, one thing I didn't include was in the preview. Mike says boom, boom, boom. 
<laughs> and they put in the they put in like the sound effects. I love it. Maybe it's Romeo. Is battle royale a pageant term? Maybe is it possible? It's a real maybe. battle royale down at the <laughs> Miss uh, Tennessee this year. Uh, uh, possible. Okay. Know. Who knows? We'll see. Uh, that's next time on Survivor. We only have three episodes of Survivor left, which means we only have three episodes of No Bus left. Uh, oh, so sad. Damn, damn. But uh, it's going to get very, very... I mean, it already has been a great season, of course, but there's so many players left that it's like... And there's, there's a bunch of these idols left, and... You would think we would have to have some be an explosive advantage episode. fireworks here at some point, because we're just getting yeah. low in the low in the numbers with a lot of things still remaining. You know, I think maybe it was a little bit of prime in the pump that we finally heard a little bit about the amulets with uh, yes. Lindsay explaining like the exact mechanics on how they work and the voting in and the voting out. So I guess now they've got an extra vote, right? With the two of them. Or is it steal a vote? Steal a vote the second. Now. So they got two of it unless one more goes home and then you're getting another idol. Now's the time. Holy moly. Yeah. And they could be go. uh, Drea and Lindsay gunning for each other. Sure. Wow. Right? Yep. Battle Royale. Yep. Uh, these, we are going to, we are, these, one of these next two episodes is going to be crazy, I yeah. think, in terms of like, because stuff has to be played, start being played. A lot of it like expires at For the final six. six. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Amulet, I think. Yeah. All right. Can't wait. Guys, if you're listening to the podcast, no buffs, uh, again, leave us a five-star rating and review. Helps us in terms of people finding the Survivor show. There's a lot of great Survivor podcasts out there. Survivor's like a great podcast. Mm. Not this one. There's, <laughs> there's a lot of them? There's a lot of them. There's at least 42. Uh, and if you are watching No Buffs on YouTube, take a second, like the video, and subscribe to No Buffs on YouTube. If you're a basketball fan, join us tomorrow, 10 a.m. Eastern, over on No Dunks. We're doing a beach stepping podcast. Ooh, keeping the theme going here on the island, doing a little beach stepping, answering NBA questions and comments, because there's no games on tonight. Why couldn't a survivor been on a Thursday night? We could have done it live right after. That's okay. <laughs> it's okay. We thank you so much for joining us. Uh, everybody stay safe. Until next time, the tribe has spoken. <laughs> As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10. Place your first bet on any game and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager.